tonight on Rogue Padron. Luke can show you the world, shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, Gentorus, when did you last let your heart decide? Oh, no. <laughs> beautiful. It's beautiful. We're ready. We're ready to go on this. Not that magic <laughs> spaceship ride. <laughs> this is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue 7, standing by. Rogue 9, standing by. Rogue 3, standing by. Welcome to Season 21, Mission 4, Episode 168 of Rogue Padron. Tonight, we'll be continuing... We're like well on the way to 200 now. I know, it's so weird, because it took us so long to get to 100. And now we're just like... Wow, we really leveled up. Um, Tonight, we'll be going over Jedi Academy Trilogy, Jedi Search, Chapters 12 through... 16 but before that a quick reminder of your hosts if saf wrote seven was a piece of technology from my youth that kids these days don't remember she would be a beeper because she has many people who want her attention but it'll allow her to ignore everybody she doesn't want to deal with oh my god it's perfect that's i wish i wish those were still things so bad no cell phones only beepers Oh my god, life was but so Honestly though, if Saf, you told me, it's like, hey, I'm uh, throwing away my phone and the my only means of communication from this point forward would be a beeper, I'd be like, completely respectable. Have a nice day. Like, yeah. <laughs> have a nice day. God, that's the ideal. Can I turn my phone into a beeper? Yes. <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ash, Rogue Nine, would be the detachable CD player interfaces for your car because they were very cool, but also you had to make sure to protect them because if you left them exposed, they would definitely get stolen. <laughs> Everyone wanted them. <laughs> and we stole Ash from the Skyhopper. <laughs> they were left exposed and we yep. stole them. Ben just left stole me it. in a hot car for too long and then I ended yep. up here. I don't really remember how that happened. But. Yeah, well... <laughs> No one called the cops. Uh, a cab. Um, he broke three. <laughs> would be a car phone because I don't know if they were ever really that useful. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's funny, and I'll spend the rest of this episode thinking about that. <laughs> remember, remember when Nika left a review and said that you were five percent of. Yep. <laughs> and Heath, who is also there. That is a vital 5% of our conference. <laughs> it though. is. It is. No, without that 5%, the whole thing falls apart. Right. Yeah, we wouldn't true. be 100%. Yeah. I tie everything together. 
Yeah, it's true. Danny, Rogue Six, who is on their last weeks of vacation away from us rotten babies, would be a separate VHS rewinder because it's faster and easier than rewinding, than rewinding VHS in a VCR. And I bet Danny would always be kind and rewind. Danny would always be kind and rewind. Yeah, because Danny's a nerd. <laughs> I cannot imagine Danny not. I was always rewinding. I was kind. Danny would be the person who called the video store when they got the tape home and it wasn't rewound so that the video store could contact the person who checked it out previously. Is that a thing people check? I, probably. Surely. Oh, oh no. Like getting on the phone, excuse me, this tape wasn't rewound. Uh, we did, we did have the say, we did have a separate rewinder for our VHS. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. And we also had three VCRs. Uh, not because we were legally copying tapes or anything, but like, it's fine. And I'm Meg, Rogue Leader, and I would be floppy disks because I am clutch for nerd babies who needed a place to keep their fanfics and fan art off of the family computer so their nosy <laughs> parents and siblings could not find it. Fuck, that's such a good way to do it. Because it was questionable. <laughs> shit damn yeah floppy disks is genius floppy disks disks floppy disks <laughs> i was waiting for that to happen we already have an episode title i can't believe it floppy disks <laughs> floppy dick drive <laughs> floppy dick drive dick drive save your fic to the dick drive <laughs> three and a half three and a half inch floppy dick drive <laughs> Well, I'm sure there were tons of floppy disks filled with floppy dicks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, it works in all forms of. I think <laughs> so I'm feeling like about I'd like it, to I have a move on from that. <laughs> yeah. Take us, take us away. Take us, I have a question as soon about as we Star can. <laughs> so, so this week we were graced with what uh, Zuckus looks like in a sauna without his little costume. <laughs> You what? <laughs> oh, you did you miss this? Me? I'm looking this up right now. I was <laughs> Zuckus in a sauna. I was at a work conference all week and like mostly off Twitter, so I don't. Zuckus I'm gonna put a picture a in the Twitter chat. Please yeah, it is. It is do. vital that you see this. It, it is does. Vital. It does not. Google does not want me to see it. Oh no! <laughs> oh no, Google showed it to me and it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Ew. <laughs> Naked now we have man. to make it the episode art. <laughs> it's just, yes. Yeah, we do. They look like a, ba- a jacked baby bird. <laughs> it does. Holy shit. Hey, remember that this is what Oro looks like. Oh no. <laughs> One of my oh. favorite Rogue Squadron characters ruined. <laughs> That's a lot. So my my Star Wars question is who would you want to hang out in a sauna with? Obviously not Zuckus, because that's the obvious answer, clearly, by this. Does that have to be a bounty hunter or could it be anybody? Could be anybody. <laughs> I don't think that changes my question, my answer actually. You know it's you know it's Boba Fett. <laughs> and that and that's specific spot. Yaddle. Yaddle's good. Yaddle. Uh 
I would not because it's a good time, but because I need to know for science, but Yariel Poof, because I need to know like where the second set of arms are. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I, and then um, and then I'll kill him because he's a war criminal. <laughs> I uh I think I'd go with Claude <laughs> from the rest of the <laughs> Oh, Claude is already so moist. <laughs> this episode is off to an amazing start, by the way. It really is. We, we've saved up that chaos in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I I feel like we've all, we, we're a little pent up and we're letting it all out. <laughs> I, have an, I have a question. Could you... Is Yarrow Puss long enough, Nick long enough that you could like twist it around and tie it in a knot? Yeah, absolutely. And remember, he doesn't have like a spine, he doesn't have bones. So, like, you can definitely tie it in a knot. How does he sit upright? <laughs> it's all muscle, baby. It just, wait, is I don't canon like or that at that all. We decided because I can't. No, remember. it's canon. <laughs> it's canon. Ask, ask Benjamin Erso. <laughs> he doesn't have bones. Not in his neck. I'm gonna oh, text him. Right weirdly now. floppy. I learned that does from the Skyhoppers fingers. episode. That was Danny and Ben. So <laughs> I'm going to text Benjamin Urso. <laughs> when was the last time you talked to me? <laughs> <laughs> Months ago. <laughs> and then out of the blue, does Yara? Oh my god! I just found. <laughs> I just found a picture on Google. Oh my god, I found two pictures. One is okay. with Yarrow Poof with a wig and makeup on. And the other one is Yarrow Poof getting his neck cut off by his, potentially his own lightsaber. Is the one with the wig and makeup the one that Heath made? Um, I didn't make it. I use it. Hang on a second. Oh, you just found it. It was is it already... this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that one. <laughs> oh no, I, I found one of him as a weird little fish yeah. man. Oh, I can't, no. I can't take credit for this one. I just use it as a Zoom background because it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to, I have some horrible pictures to post on the Rogue Quadrant Twitter later. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> the last time I spoke to Ben was in June when I said, Do you happen to have a PDF of Jedi Search? <laughs> and now we're asking, <laughs> Does Yariel Poof have bones? He doesn't have bones in the neck. It's all. Okay, just the neck. <laughs> just the neck. Okay, just the neck. The neck is all muscle. I see. That makes sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, but it, it makes sense, you know? <laughs> just You got to build up those muscles so you don't get floppy. Um, yeah. <gasps> you know, he does fucking bench presses with his neck. <laughs> there is, okay, okay. There is very specific neck training that you can do. Uh, it's real. Oh, he's so, just like lying on the floor in the Jedi Council chamber is just lifting his neck up over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> you actually bend over and then like there's a machine where you can like kind of uh, kind of like like a yoke like if you had cattle and then you would put that over like your neck and then you basically do like lifts that way with it. Anyway. <laughs> That's interesting. There are a lot of cursed um, Yarrow Poof pictures. Yeah, Yarrow Poof is cursed. <laughs> Woo. And somehow becomes more cursed with every new piece of information I learn about him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of being cursed, let's talk about Jedi Search. 
Lids. So, uh, Luke Skywalker showed Gantoris the wonders of the universe. <laughs> gay. Gay. Very gay. They make an uneventful trip to Bespin, and along the way, Luke starts to teach Gantoris, who is now eager to learn and actually pretty good at meditating, about the Force. Luke is careful, though, because his teachers have been like 50-50 light side, dark side. <laughs> they really have been, eh? <laughs> like, like, he's not, not good track record. No, because he has, he has Yoda and Obi-Wan, and then he has the clone of the Emperor and Joris Sabath, or whatever his name is. Sabath? I don't know. He has two, ripped, two dark side clones. The ripped old dude from <laughs> the cover of Heir, Heir to the Empire. Yeah. yeah. He sure was ripped. That guy. So ripped. Uh, Luke shivers as they see Cloud City, and Gantoris figures something is wrong, but is like real chill about it. So Gantoris is a pretty good bro so far. Uh, they get to Tibanaopolis. I, when I saw that, I was like, are you fucking kidding me, man? He's not even trying. He's not even trying. Not inspired. He's not trying. Uh, I also have it, another question, real quick question. Is um, Gantoros hot? Yes. Sweet. He has long, dark hair and he's weathered by tragedy. Yeah, the more I read about, yeah, it was that. It was that. that like, he's <laughs> so he's just Kylo thing. Ren. It, he's just played by Adam Driver. No, don't say that. No, but no, he's not, he's not, no, 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 no. I just had to ask, because um, I don't want to Google him in case I got spoilers. That's really fair. Yeah, but I needed to know. Oh, sorry, I saw some good fan casting just now when I Googled Ooh. it. Ooh. No, he's handsome. He's handsome. Uh, where are my show notes? Here they are. <laughs> so... They land on like this dilapidated mining station, Tabanaopolis, to camp out and wait for the mysterious stream. Gantoris, <laughs> great names. <laughs> it reminds really, me of my really. ebooks account, my, my Seth ebooks account that constantly tweets Thrain in all caps. Like, <laughs> I don't know why she loves to tweet that. I, she's made so, so many tweets of just that. Thrain. Um, and whenever I read Strain, I'm like, Three. <laughs> <laughs> so Gintora snaps Luke out of his resting trance and said he felt someone approaching. They go out to see like a weird floating platform balloon vehicle with like a man piloting and strain circles for a little bit, scared of these rando dudes at his abandoned home, but eventually lands. Luke helps him tie up his craft and strain asks why he's there. Luke does the spiel about the Jedi Academy and explains that to Gantoris that Strain always knows when there's like a weird gas bubble for him to siphon and sell off. And he knows before any of the computers do. And Strain admits that he doesn't know how he knows. He just knows. Which is a recurring theme. Who among us? <laughs> Strain explains that as much as he likes people and is very lonely, it's too much to be around people. He hasn't been around folks for more than just like business transactions for about eight years. Uh, and it's because his force sensitivity is the like in higher Emory in the high Republic has this, but like, he's just really empathetic in that. Like he just gets everybody's 
thoughts and feelings input around him. And like, that sounds awful. Don't want that. No. There's a Pokemon called Hatterena where it's like it can read off of your emotions. And if you bring negative emotions too close to it, it'll like kick your ass. (laughs) It like beats you up if it detects negative emotions. (laughs) She's like, don't deal. Don't harsh my vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, Luke offers to have Strain watch him and Kentaurus train to see if maybe going with them would be okay with him. Kentaurus refers to Luke as master and Luke is iffy about it. Yeah, that's a bit weird. It's a bit weird, especially because and he's like, Luke's- you are a Jedi master and Luke's like, mm. I guess. <laughs> mm. Just call me Luke, please. Luke has Gantoris reach out with the force to disturb whatever part of Tibanopolis, Tibanopolis that some rocks are chilling on. He has to, he has a little trouble at first, but once Luke tells him to close his eyes and focus with the force, he's able to do it. Luke asks Strain to do it as well, and he says that he couldn't possibly, and Gantoris tries to hype him up, but Strain doesn't want to do it, and eventually asks if Luke could teach him if he can learn how to turn, like, his force empathy off so he doesn't feel people's thoughts and feelings. Luke says he can definitely do that. And as they fly off into space, a massive murder of rocks fly around to to Banaopolis to say goodbye to Stream, and he smiles. All right. Back on Kessel, Scarecrow is hyped because Duel is finally letting him go kill Han. The energy shield around Kessel, like the facility, isn't up yet, but it's fine. Han and Chewie will be taken care of before then. But as Han and Chewie and Kip are heading back toward the muster room, Kip is like, shouldn't we escape now? But Kip doesn't know a way out of the tunnels, and Han doesn't really want to go searching with that spider leg monster out there. But when they get back to the muster room, and while Han tries to adjust to the light, hmm... That's not him. That's not right. Uh, uh, Han tries to explain, like, he knows someone's there and he's trying to explain what happened, but Kip stops him and Han realizes Scarecrow is there to kill him. He shoves Chewie and Kip back through the doorway and the tunnels and to the tunnels and back into the cart. Mm, Minecart. Oof. I'm good at reading today. Um, You're doing great. Thanks. <laughs> They only get about a minute head start and Kip is trying to take a minute to figure out where they're going, but they don't really have that time. Scarecrow gets through the tunnel's blast doors and him and his lackeys go after them. They see another bogey, which remember is like a glowing orb. (laughs) It gives them a little bit of light as Kip realizes they're headed back down to where the spider monster was. Han puts the card in manual and lets Kip fly it. The bogey ends up smacking into a wall, and as it continues to struggle, it lights up webs of glitter stim. Han figures out that glitter stim is a spider monster byproduct, and they get a glimpse of the full thing, which has thousands of eyes, hundreds of legs, and looks like it's made from sharp blown glass. 
I love that they decided that he just decided to make Glarestim as terrifying as possible. Right. Also, it's spider like byproduct. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. It's just it's the like worst I'm gonna make something possible. with the name Glitter Stim terrifying. <laughs> yeah. It's comes out of a spider's butt. Like, what else are you gonna do? <clears throat> Thankfully, the spider is a bro and eats scarecrow, which gives Han and company a chance to escape. They find a series of man-made tunnels, ones that lead to the surface. They get out to daylight and make their way toward a landing pad to get a ship and get the fuck out of there. Hooray. Luke arrives on Coruscant and has such a good time playing with the twins and also does the very relatable, oh, you need a diaper chain back, change back to your parents thing that uh i got so mad when he i got so mad at him when he did that he's like oh leia it's your job like shut the fuck up man hey, be a fucking uncle change diaper. like come on no leia has been in diplomatic meetings all day stop it but don't worry because yeah. 3po nanny mc3po is there and takes care of it because honestly he enjoys being a nanny much more than any kind of space adventure he loves it so much i love 3po is 3po the best dad in star wars he's the best dad in star wars he's in the top three for sure (laughs) yeah he really is it's kind of amazing yeah so when leia comes in luke can tell that there's something more than just the usual exhaustion but rather than ask how she's doing he immediately asks for favors. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a place where he can set up training and then a place to relocate the people from Elo Shop because that place is doomed. Luke made me mad this, I almost did episode this chapter. Like, honestly, he just kept doing shitty things. And I was like, bro, come on, man. You're a Jedi. Bro. Uh, Luke does make a joke about the courtship of Princess Leia and how Han won Dathomir. Um, I did like that. I did appreciate that. This like, is like maybe could just fourth, win another planet for you. This is like the fourth <laughs> reference to the courtship of Princess Leia in this book. I and love I that courtship was one of the only things that they had to reference so much. <laughs> yeah, so it was joy. either you had courtship Crucifer- and then you had the Thrawn trilogy. Like, what else can you talk about? And Dark Empire. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. Wow. I mean, no, Crucifer was out at this point too. Trusa Bakura sucks. Yeah, but who is going to reference anything from Trusa Bakura? Right. <laughs> it was bad. I barely remember that it exists. The only reason I do is because it's got the same name, like, as Yu-Gi-Oh! character. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only reason I remember that book exists. It's Yu-Gi-Oh! character. Great. <laughs> um, and Leia's reaction to the joke proves to Luke that whatever is bothering her is actually about Han. Lando comes in very angry that no one told him that Han is still missing. And when he sees Luke, he asks if he's there to do something about it. (laughs) (laughs) Leia fills them in on her conversation with Duel, and Lando agrees that he can't be trusted. Leia still insists that there's a very real chance that Han Solo good-hearted orphan who just wanted a home forgot about his kids coming to live with them <laughs> and Leia. lando lando's like nah he's in trouble lando's like if he was getting into shenanigans i would know about them right 
He would tell me about his shenanigans, Leia. We would be doing the shenanigans. We we both would be involved in the shenanigans. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully, Lando volunteers that he and Luke go look for Han themselves. They can take the Lady Luck since it's a private ship and also well outfitted for defenses. They'll take R2 with them to Kessel while Luke, nope, while Leia looks after Streen and Gantoris. Like their children. Leia's characterization in every EU novel is bad. It's so it's bad. So but bad. in this one, especially, you're just like, it's so <laughs> bad. I'm just constantly astounded. Every single thing that he writes about Leia just gets worse. It's worse and worse. I'm like, does she love? Han? I don't know. I just, I had a realization last night. Like, I was just really like, I don't think the people writing Star Wars books back then knew how literally anything worked. No. They had no understanding of any part of the world. I don't know how they got to the point where they were writing books, but apparently they knew that much, and that was it. Nothing beyond that. Yeah. And they can't even get, like, Leia is in love with her husband. Right. They don't know anything! They don't know a single thing! Leia respects her husband. No, thank you. <laughs> They've never known a single thing in their lives. I mean... And it sounds me. Yeah, I think part of the problem is that, you know, all these books were written by middle-aged, straight white dudes. Uh, so they're just like, this is how wives are, right? They all hate their husbands. And it's like, what? No, no. Mm, if, that's, if that's happening, you're doing it bad. You're doing it wrong. Boomers, my dude. <laughs> back on Kessel after fucking up with their first choice of shuttle they move on to the second one and own Lombada class Han manages to get it working just in time but of course they have a heck of a time getting out of Kessel's atmosphere because they have turrets for some reason and the reason is that they're villains (laughs) (laughs) to be clear the reason is that they're villains (laughs) While Han is busy taunting Duel, Kip grabs the controls and forces them to accelerate, making it so they barely escape getting destroyed by the planetary shield, which is now operational. As they're flying away, they get chased by a bunch of snub fighters and freighters. That's exactly when they realize there are no weapons on the ship. Yeah, they really fucked that one up. Yeah, it's bad. (laughs) Chewie boosts their shields with everything they've got and prepares to run. The Nava computer is also ancient and taking its sweet time to get the jump out of there. But Chewie tells them their shields will fall in two minutes. Kip points to the Maw and tells Han to go in there. (laughs) They're gonna die anyway, (laughs) so they might as well try to find a safe pass through as well yeah Kip- one of the worst things george lucas has ever done to me is retroactively find a way to explain the 12 parsecs thing and then me understanding that retroactive explanation <laughs> and then when people say to me 12 parsecs makes no sense and me being like it makes actually, it, it, it does make sense actually well actually <laughs> i know and i hate that george lucas has done this to me because i hate being that person but it does make sense Oh, George. George, you've given us so much. Oh, he's given Too much. Away. It's more than I ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Give us the list. Kip 
swears that he can show Han the way. And of course, Han asks him how, because Kip has never left Kessel. Uh, And Kip, very embarrassed, tells him about how an old lady who used to be stuck in Kessel told him about the power or the strength or whatever and taught him different practices on how to use it. And Han, of course, is like, the force! I love how quickly he's like, it's the force! This is how the force works! (laughs) It's adorable. Han Solo, known... (laughs) known practitioner of the force like that sounds like the force (laughs) no one in the no one in the star wars eu loves the force more than han solo (laughs) i love that i love that characterization it's right and it's such a good turnaround from him being like hokey religions and then it's like no han fucking loves the force that's kind of something that you do He's like, get. I don't understand then... how any of this works, but it's gotten me out of so many terrible situations <laughs> where I should rise. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it's similar in um, the sequel trilogy, honestly. Yeah, yeah. We don't get enough of it, but he's very much like, the force is real. The force is real now. <laughs> and he knows how the force works, apparently, now. Right. <laughs> love That's it. That's not how the force works. I love this for Han Solo. <laughs> so... We all, Kip also says that the woman was Vima da Boda, which Han <laughs> and Rogue Padron may remember as the old woman in the bowels of Coruscant who helped Leia and gave her an ancient lightsaber that she immediately broke in Dark <laughs> Empire. <laughs> yep, sure did. I'm furious that us reading Dark Empire as a troll is actually important now. Yeah, it's actually become relevant. <laughs> Yet what another thing Star Wars has cursed us with. <laughs> like, it's come up... How how are so many trash books we've read now pertinent like, to this? The next one we read is going to be referencing Glove of Darth Vader now. Just wait. Just Oh my god. I'm waiting for a mission to try clubs. <laughs> I forgot about I I explained to my flatmate about like triclops. Not, what was the not tricop tricopolis or tricopolis, but triclops. Palpatine's yeah. real. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was I was referencing, I was like, Palpatine had a son with all of this, and then turns out that his real son was actually someone else called Triclops. <laughs> and explaining that entire thing to someone who doesn't know shit about like expanded universe styles is a ride. <laughs> Uh, right. b- before we move on, who is tweeting from the brand right now? And could you maybe not? <laughs> I'm I'm not tweeting. I wa- I warned you that I was tweeting cursed Yarrow Poof. It is extremely cursed. The latest <laughs> I very edition. Cursed you. No, that no, it's me. <laughs> not I. I am wiping my hands clean of. I just that. always assume it's you tweeting from the brand account. It usually <laughs> is. It usually is. And I guess I'll also say it's not something I wouldn't do. <laughs> right. <laughs> but th- this time it wasn't me. And it's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't appreciate the normal guy. <laughs> to anybody listening to this episode like a million years late, check out the Twitter. Call- check out the Twitter. <laughs> oh my God, you're still doing it. Stop it. <laughs> You're literally adding to the thread as I'm as we're talking about this. As you're begging staff to stop. 
How many of these do you have lined up? Did I have you two schedule more. them? I have two more. I promise I'm always done. All right. I'm going to mute Rogue Padron until later tonight. <laughs> okay. But you got to fill in the listener responses. Someone I think did. they were already full. Someone... I checked it. I yeah. did some of them, but Thank not you. all of them. I, I went oh, not all and... of them? I went back to and then filled okay. in the rest. I, yeah, we're yeah good. I did the ones that were like very old, uh, but anyway, that's yeah. not part of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would say I'll edit this out, but we all know that I'm absolutely not going to do that. <laughs> no, it's going to be great because the necklace is going to look at the Twitter account and see what we're talking about. <laughs> and then they'll be like, oh, I remember that cursed event. <laughs> so Han is so happy about the force, even though they'll probably still die but they at least have the slimmest chance of now getting through the Maw. They drop shields for one last boost of speed into the Maw, hoping that their pursuers will just assume they're going to their death. They <laughs> might be right. <laughs> oh, man. Also, wait, did you call out the fact that, like, Han, somebody's got the fucking Falcon, and Han's just like, that's my ship! No! <laughs> Someone repaired it and was flying. Yeah. Oh, God. They fly Lando. it against him. R.I.P. the Falcon. Lando's going to be furious. <laughs> He's going to be so mad. <laughs> Lando's de- going to declare a one-man war against Kessel. <laughs> All right. Okay. Sorry. Yariel Poof as a fish is the most <laughs> cursed shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just i don't i don't love it why is it shaped like like nope i'm gonna go back to star wars um so leia leads gantoris to their holodeck and his intensity makes her uncomfortable uh fair which like yeah, but it's also hot. So. Yeah, I know. I was. I had the exact same thought. I'm not gonna lie. Like him being like, "Hey, Luke, you have to walk across fire." Um, that's great. We love that. I love this man. Uh, but Leia can also tell that there's a softer, kinder side to him. In the holodeck, he, she shows him the images of Dantooine, where she'd like to relocate his people. He is so impressed. Not just by Dantooine, which looks like a paradise compared to El Shah, but also just because he's not used to any of this technology. Like, they had minimal technology on their little settlement planet, and he's just like, what? What is this? Holy shit. Wow. Just adorable. It's like taking a child into a city. They're so excited. I know. And he, like, changed into, like, he's so proud of his new little uniform that Leia had made for him. She gave him a new uniform. It's so cute. Okay, see, she's good at looking after, like, Luke's guests, apparently. (laughs) Leia is so good at guests. (laughs) She's the best at guests. So, while they're looking at Dantooine, Mon (laughs) Mon Mothra... (laughs) 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 shit Uh, i don't hate it (laughs) i don't hate it i think oh my god all of them auto corrected to mothra (laughs) they were mothra keep it it's great yeah so mon mothra a lesbian enters them and (laughs) introduces herself to gantoris 
and Mon Mothra agrees that Dantooine would be a great place and approves of Leia's plans as long as Gantoris is on board. Gantoris is like, let's move yesterday because a little shot sucks. Uh, they decide to have Wedge run the mission because his talents are being absolutely wasted doing city reconstruction. And Wedge is just sitting there like, man, I had a somewhat relaxing job for the first time in my life. <laughs> this is what Wedge wants to do. And they're like, no, no, no. Danger. <laughs> yeah. What, what? Why not bring him into more chaotic stuff? He's like, fuck's sake, let me sleep. It's just a freighter. I don't have to pilot the freighter. They're like, yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> God he was working a nine to five, like had time to maybe date, you know, have a drink with the boys. <laughs> so sad. So Leia also says that they moved the Caridian ambassador's reception to the Sky Dome Botanical Gardens rather than the Imperial Palace because he's being a, a butt because he's an Imperial and he's, and Leia doesn't want to like, make matters worse by being like hey we're in your emperor's space and we just took over (laughs) yeah which i would absolutely do (laughs) i'm not a diplomat uh so mon mothra asks why she hasn't received han's report about kessel wait there was that little bit there about how it's like oh we need to bring the spice trade under republic control and it's like no you no 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 you don't no they use slaves <laughs> don't <No>. do that <laughs> also that sounds a lot like the war on drugs yeah i and also had the exact same thought that war did not work in i mean the way it's a war wars don't work that it was meant it's just a way to oppress a bunch of people so maybe don't <laughs> maybe don't do that yeah so yeah mon mothra asks why she hasn't received han's report about kessel and leia ashamed (laughs) makes an excuse (laughs) about like oh han's not back yet it's gonna take a little more time and mon mothra is like "Mm," but like leaves it be and before she leaves mon mothra tells leia that she's doing a good job which is actually is very she nice. though? Is she though? She's she's her she's job doing, is going great. Yeah, she's doing a great <laughs> at her job. But in a general sense, <laughs> Lisa, she's lost her husband, her kids don't really care about her. Like Yeah, but she spends most of her time at generally her job. not great. <laughs> yeah, it's it's but her job is going real her good. Jobs. A plus minister of state for John Solo. Leia's yeah. like a hair's breadth away from a nervous breakdown and Mon Mothma's just like, you're doing a great job. You're <laughs> like, like a single tear rolls down yeah. Leia's cheek. Mon, Moth- Mon Mothra is like, hey, maybe you can do this wellness seminar. Right. And like... <laughs> hey. Rogue Padre listeners, I highly doubt this, but if any of you have employees, a wellness seminar will not help. <laughs> Putting up a poster employees. with like the, the signs of burnout also will not help. No. <laughs> like, yes, I know. Moving on. <laughs> also, 
saying I doubt any of our listeners have employees is I mean, pretty rude. I mean, do you, do you think an employer would listen to Rogue Quadrant? Like, the in the way that they're actually high up enough to make those kind of substantial changes. Okay. You fair, know? Fair, fair. Like, do you own a company that treats their employees like shit? <laughs> like, I hope, I hope no Rogue Podron listener does. <laughs> Treat your employees good. Anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. I had a whole tea glass of a tequila earlier. No, it's a good thing to and say. By earlier, I mean exactly when we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of tequila to have gone through in 40 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, well, it has to burn off by the time I have to do yeah. my part-time job. Um, let's see. Uh, the twins, however, do not think she's doing a good job at all. They do not. They do not. They are so upset that Winter is leaving them to go back to Anath and Anakin. The fact she's like, Winter's not your mother. I'm your mother. You should love me. Is like, Leia. You're doing real bad. It's been like five days. <laughs> like, Leia, five days. They've gotta, known winter for years. Leia, you gotta like do a little thing called putting in the work. No. Um, <laughs> she's she's a princess. <laughs> God. Um, winter tries to like keep calm and be impassive, but like Leia can tell that Winter is actually very upset about having to leave the kids. Uh, but Winter does remind the kids that Leia is their mother. She was merely taking care of them, uh, which is not merely. <laughs> but while the kids are looking at Leia in confusion as she grips onto their tiny shoulders like an eagle, uh, <laughs> Winter uses that chance to just dip aboard her shuttle and close the door. <laughs> yeah, and it's honestly- real fucked up. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of respect it. <laughs> yeah. Leia, I've dealt with your bullshit for long enough. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm going back to the baby where things are easier. <laughs> yeah. Gonna get this baby real attached to me so I can then tear it away. <laughs> oh, no. I forgot that Anakin isn't here. Right. Nope. <laughs> Anakin's still not here. How'd you feel about this part? <laughs> I read it ages ago and don't really remember it. That's good. You don't <laughs> need good. to. That's good. <laughs> it's for the best. Yeah. So Leia and the twins go visit Stream, who has made his quarters on top of the tallest abandoned skyscraper, which is a great place to take young, stubborn, force-sensitive children. Yep. Yeah, that sounds sure. really safe. <laughs> she's like oh let's go visit strain this guy you don't know <laughs> i'm sure it's baby proofed just let three people look after them seriously just leave them with three people leia has no idea what she wants to take care of them let him take he care wants, of him he wants to look after them so bad three po has like 400 lullabies in queue like he's ready three po um, can have any baby asleep in like 10 seconds flat he's got it so to have C-3PO sing you a lullaby. Yeah. Solo, what a man, Solo. 
Remember, that was the song 3PO sang to her when she couldn't sleep. (laughs) (laughs) So Jason and Jaina are like pulling on Leia's hand, leaning as far over the edge of the skyscraper as possible. And Leia's just like, all right. (laughs) While she's talking to Shreen... I guess it's fine. She won't accidentally drop the children. Yeah, it's bad. It's I like like I know the kids survive past this part of their life, but I'll still like how these children are gonna die. You you do not even know the half of it in this trilogy. Oh no. <laughs> they the fact that Jason and Jaina live as long as they do is a fucking miracle. <laughs> Uh, so Strain comments it's actually not so bad to be around these people uh, because children have like really simple thoughts that don't make his head hurt and Leia's mind is quiet and Leia explains that Luke has trained her to keep her thoughts and feelings to herself not just for other force sensitive people but also just for being better at her diplomatic job Strain hopes that the other trainees can learn to be as quiet as Leia because he just really wants to be around people and not have it be the worst thing in the universe. Leia promises Strain that Luke will be back soon and promises herself to find a place for Luke's academy by the time he comes back from Kessel. How long does she think he's going to take? I don't know. <laughs> And especially knowing where they set up shop, it seems like it's really not that hard. I don't remember where they, there's so much, like, I did, I, I know I read that whole book. I don't remember shit about it. it. Like, I, like, so I know that this, this book, these books are going to just constantly be like, oh, that's a fun fact. And you're going to be like, we already knew They fucking set it up on Yavin 4, the most obvious place to set up a Jedi. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) See, I kind of assumed it would go on Dantooine because that's where it is in, like, the Old Republic. <laughs> nope. The fact yeah, that it's no, such Yavin a 4. difficult... The fact that the books frame it as such, like, a difficult decision and then it's fucking Yavin 4 is hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the two planets... the Every planet they talk about in this book so far, besides Anoth, has been in the original trilogy. <laughs> Wait, was Dathomir mentioned in the original trilogy? No. But they don't explicitly say Dathomir, but they like Kessel. Um, Yavin 4. Kessel, Yavin 4, and Dantooine. Dantooine. They've definitely mentioned Hoth at some point. Yeah. Yeah, they mention Hoth as like a base because it's like, oh, it's so, it was so bad. It, it was sucked. So rough. It yeah. was so cold. And the entire time they're doing that, I was like, full time. Yeah, and the the entire time doing that, I was like, they went to Hoth and Twilight Company. (laughs) I knew you knew that. Like, I knew you would just be like, uh, the captain. (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) The captain. The captain was there. Uh, So, Star Wipe, Leia and 3PO before bed give the twins a warm ripple bath. But Leia uses the bath bombs differently than Winter does. And the twins get so upset and demand to go home. They start splashing and just crying. And Leia just closes her eyes and wishes she knew where Han was 
while 3PO was freaking out about the children. <laughs> 3PO, like, okay, one thing here is that 3PO does undermine Leia as a parent, and it's yes. not super great, honestly. But also, like, just fucking let the kids put the bubble bath in when they want to. Like, it's why are you being weird about this, Leia? She has to why? assert her dominance over her yes. babies. It's so unnecessary. Those poor kids. Add the bubbles. At some point, <laughs> at some point, you just gotta put the bubbles in the bath. <laughs> from our actual parent like, you just gotta put the bubbles in the bath who doesn't put the bubbles yourself, in first at what cost am I doing this <laughs> yeah. to all of us 3 is really just like this isn't worth it right just let them let them do what they do stop it yeah. like everything is so different that like at least having a bath done in the same way might be a piece of comfort you would think you would think doing things that are comforting for them would be smart because like they're not in the same beds they're not in the same house like everything else is very different she's tearing everything they love away from them and, and all they like, want to do is put the bubbles in while the bath was filling like right. who doesn't do that it makes the bubbles bigger right that you don't put the bath bomb in like you gotta put it in yeah god damn but you can't just like stick a bubble bar in after the water's done then you just like when people like who care about the expanded universe got mad and like the sequel trilogy because they're like, oh, Luke and Leia are bad parents now. Luke and Leia, <laughs> Han and Leia are bad parents now. And it's like, I mean, no, jury's still out of Luke. Be. Being a terrible parent. Yeah. Oh. Um, compared to what they used to be, they're great parents. Like you cannot say you cannot claim that sequel trilogy is worse than and the expanded as universe. As far as we bad. know, new canon, Leia pretty much just royally fucked up one thing. Yeah, and it was just a big thing. It was a big thing, but it was one thing. (laughs) It was one thing. For all we know, all we know, Leia didn't like constantly have these things where she was being a shitty parent. Yeah, like she was probably a busy parent, but she wasn't this. She probably let Ben put the bubble bath in at the start. Whenever, and like we know from last shot that Han really wants to be a good dad. Oh, he loves his son so much. Like, and that's the thing, is that, like, I think overall, like, Han does want to be a good parent. Han does not know how to be a good parent because Han did not have parents. And, like... He was solo. Right. (laughs) I hate it. How dare you? Is that the one thing you remember from that movie? Yeah. <laughs> it's when I it's when Darth I malls in it, right? It was very early in that movie, and that's when I checked out of it, I think. Was like, yeah, that's oh, fair. they're doing stupid shit here. Okay. Yeah. Of course they are. Of course. Um, um I'm sorry, I just saw the Yurgabush equate. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. That one was me. Okay. Yeah, that was he. I am a- so upset. That's a Heath original. <laughs> that one. Bless. <laughs> Sorry. The Obi-Wan with the lights. Yeah. That's the one I saw that I was like, oh. I I know what else this looks like. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. Oh, my um, God. I'm dying. Well, that was the end of the chapters for that week. I, yeah. 
I will say for new canon Leia, her like not fucking up a lot is her being able to choose her battles with her children. Yeah. Yeah. Her child, I guess, in new canon. But the bub the bubbles is not a battle. You fight. It's not. <laughs> Some hot pyrening tips from Heath right here. The bubbles shouldn't be a battle. <laughs> you want to put the bubbles in now? Put them in now. Cool. They're they're going in <laughs> at some point. <laughs> like bath time is hard enough. Sure. Yeah, just put them in first. <laughs> just yeah. do whatever the will make the child happy. <laughs> yeah. Just get the, you got to get the bubbles. You got to get the kid bathed. Yep. Uh, speaking of getting kids bathed, should we do some listener questions? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Last last week, which was maybe a month and a half ago. (laughs) It was was at some point. It was at some point. Uh, It was still... (laughs) No. Uh, We asked, what Star Wars creature would you like to see in gelatinous form? Uh, James Hewlett said, gelatinous geode. That's it. That's the tweet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's, hmm. it's just a gelatinous rock. It's just a big jelly. I I would like to sit on it. <laughs> like, I'm what if not... you just sit? What if you sit on gelatinous geode and then suddenly all all your back pain just like, right? Like it would muscle? just conform to your body. I feel like you need to clarify what kind of sitting. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> I want to like, you know, when you have like, like, nope, that's not gonna make any more sense. Nope. <laughs> you know what? Move on to the next. Great. <laughs> you all can make your own assumptions. Uh, Jay said, having gone by the name Jello online for over two decades, this was a very odd episode to listen to. Accordingly, my answer to the listener question is going to have to be me, just me in the Star War, possibly in gelatinous form. It'll be great. I agree with that. Yeah, gelatinous Jay. It's, it's what everything is leading up to. Uh, Dylan said a gelatinous chickadee. When they floof like they do in winter to stay warm, they just sort of expand like water does when it freezes. So they're, fly, they're just flying orbs. That's oh my god, that's cute. so cute. That's, that's really cute. cute. It's cute. I approve. Yubsy said, I'll overlook the episode being a few weeks late in exchange for a gelatinous Whaledon. Yubsy, we're trying our best. Okay. <laughs> we're trying our best. Know, sure. That's a fair trade. <laughs> it is a fair trade, though. We'll <laughs> give you a gelatinous Whaledon. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, whatever you want. You could have asked for more, but. <laughs> <laughs> a, 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 knowledge for next time. Hopefully, uh, no next time. No. No. Next time on Rogue Patrick. <laughs> Apologizing again. Adam Ashford said a gelatinous porg happily squelching its way through the sky squelching its way through the sky squelching is a a great descriptor but a terrible sound it is yikes Um, I vote we give every single one of those people a glistening body just because they have to wait so damn long for the the answers to be read out and I like all of those glistening things they're all good yeah. yeah They're all good. Even the squelching. Even the squelching. 
And then last week, which is only a single month ago, we asked you what would be the worst place to run into a Teletubby? And now I need to preface <laughs> this by that? saying that when we asked this on the episode, we gave some clear parameters that you run into this Teletubby on Earth. Yeah. Um, we tweeted out the question, so we got some Star Wars answers, which is fine. But that just means I know you didn't listen to the episode, so I'm a little disappointed in you. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. We gave you such little time to listen to the episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the episode has been out for like less time than, yeah. Didn't it come out last night as we're recording this? Uh, it came out today to we, the like, public. Patro- patrons have had two like days. If you're a patron and you gave a Star Wars episode, no excuse. Yeah. A Star Wars answer. No. Um, Hassan said again in... to reiterate, we're trying our best. <laughs> we try our damn best. We don't have Danny, and apparently we're a miss without them. <laughs> uh, and so are so are our listeners. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hassan said in a Death Star or Star Killer trash compactor. That would be a hard. That would be place. not instead nice. of the Dianoga. Instead of the Dianoga, it's just Tinky Winky appearing like the triangle you see the you triangle just, yeah, you just see the little antenna <laughs> <laughs> remember when conservatives thought tinky winky was like doing gay propaganda on kids because of the triangle yeah. <laughs> tinky winky is gay propaganda but not because it's not because of the triangle <laughs> the just because tinky winky is gay they were, they were like this close it <laughs> was so close they were on the right track just for the wrong reason and they went too far you went too far yeah. uh dinner leader said given oh, you the ig- kirby oh thank you kirby said literally anywhere those things are weird that's true it's true i like i was trying to give a good answer to this and literally every single thing i thought of actually no i just thought of one my personal trainer at a gym that'd be amazing oh yeah because i definitely had to like understand up personal training sessions and you showed up and trained with a Teletubby that's yeah that's not okay I don't want a Teletubby are we doing our answers now we already did our answers last week we actually what? answered what we mine? did but I just thought of that one now and I was like but I will say that when I do become a personal trainer next year I will dress up as a Teletubby <laughs> if you want me to <laughs> yeah there you go people yeah I'll speak English though thank god <laughs> Lala just being Lala, Lala. See, see, I sort of played a fitness until it's all being doing just bench presses and so. Lala, Lala. I hate it. I'm gonna move on to the next answer so I don't have to keep thinking about it. It's fair. It's fair. Dinner leader said, given the exists on Earth constraint, a swingers party. And now I'm thinking about that, which is even worse than what I was thinking about before. Nope. Who did he come with? They don't have keys. Another to Teletubby. Put a bowl. No, it's two Teletubbies. It's Poe and two. Tinky Winky. Oh, oh they've come they come as a couple. Party. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't, I can't, prop, you can't properly negotiate with a Teletubby. Therefore, it's just shady business. And <laughs> you can't have a safe word with a Teletubby because yeah. they just say their names. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, this, this part of the answer explains i asked jenner to go answer the question and then he reported back as in well i did what you asked me to <laughs> and this 
makes sense now. <laughs> well, <laughs> he did do what you asked him to. Just following directions here. It makes sense now. <laughs> and then Dinner also added, but if they were in a Star War, Exegol, they should not be there. But given that they are, they must be the scariest <laughs> motherfucker on the planet. <laughs> but, what if Exegol right, like, is the Teletubby planet, but after a catastrophic climate event? It's after the, the sun, sun baby has exploded. died. The sun yeah, baby has died. <laughs> And this is what we have now. Oh no! The sun baby you know, was like, destroyed you know that, by the like, Death Star. You know oh, that no. like creepy Star Killer like, base got to the sun baby. <laughs> and like you know that creepy like mechanical thing that's holding shave up. Um, it's no no. It's the future no no. No no no! I can't believe I How constantly refer to Palpatine by his first name as if I know him personally. <laughs> we we all feel like we know she personally. Yeah, you know my good friend Sheev. <laughs> my good friend Sheev. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Brett said the cave on Dagobah. That would be. <laughs> yep. Okay, yep. but imagine. I now we... want. I now want to make that edit, where it's that scene, <laughs> but instead of Vader coming around the corner, it's like Tinky Winky. Or hang on, Vader's on Dagobah. Yeah, in the cave, in the cave on Dagobah. Saf hasn't seen Empire Strikes Back. Oh right. Oh yeah, that's true. Why yeah. would why would Vader? I like that you like were like yeah in the cave as if I know what cave <laughs> I've seen that movie. Sorry, but me. like, or if when like Luke cuts Vader's head off and then the mask explodes, oh, then it's sticky Mickey. The scene is the exact same except for when the mask explodes and then there's a telescope. <laughs> 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 it's so cursed. That's the McClunky version. <laughs> George, George, keep working on your movie. You'll George. you'll get there eventually. Yeah. Or give us the keys to Star Wars, oh, whichever you just give want. us the keys. Just give us the keys. Matthew McKinney said, "Inside the Sarlacc pit." That would, yeah. That's that's why Boba Fett's a changed man now. Imagine getting swallowed yeah. by a creature where someone tells you you're going to just rot for thousands of years inside of the stomach and then you get down there and you're seated next to a teletubby. Yeah, that's yeah. why Boba Fett got out. Yeah, but, that's, well, yeah Bob, that's why he's changed. Yeah, Boba, that's why Boba Fett has become kinder now because he has learned from he the He learned some lessons from the teletubby. <laughs> no, you just go in the Sarlacc pit and then it's like a portal and it transports you to teletubby world. That's amazing. Give me the oh keys God. to Star Wars, George Lucas. <laughs> Inside a Sarlacc pit is the Teletubby world. Tatooine in Teletubby world would have two babies, though. <laughs> twins. Oh my God, it's all connected. The twins. It's all connected. Oh my God. It's uh, like poetry, it rhymes. <laughs> none, none of this rhymes. <laughs> Dylan said, I have an upcoming surgery, but... I've met the team and there's no Teletubby. So thank God. According to Heath's parameters of the question, I am not yet aware that Teletubbies exist in our world and that one is employed at this hospital as a nurse. So for me, an anxious person who still manages to have the worst fears about this very safe procedure and a religious person who believes in the afterlife, <laughs> the first thing I see when, when I wake up from surgery, that would be the worst place to see a Teletubby. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. 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 You know what? Yeah. Dylan, you're right. <laughs> I, think, yep, you're... I think we we asked a question that was open-ended 
and open to interpretation, but we ended up finding a right answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the, someone hit the right answer. And finally, James Hewlett said, in a nightclub men's room, you find an unused cubicle, everything is fine, you finish up, open the door, and standing there in front of the sink, looking at you in the reflection, it's in the reflection of so old... ap- after you <laughs> yeah yeah when yeah, when did he come in yeah. no, Ew, wait, like wait, wait a second i got a response from ben oh, <laughs> oh i said yariel's bones does yariel poof have bones yeah for sure a neck that long isn't staying up of its own accord force or not <laughs> it wow i'm gonna I'm going to go back, listen right. to that pod episode, You're and gonna go find quote it, and then be like, well, actually, Ben, and just like out nerd the, out nerd him. Um, glistening Bodhi for sure to Dylan. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 100%. I want to give one to a- uh, being right. I want to give one to dinner leader as well. Um, I want to give everyone a glistening Bodhi for answering on such short notice. I want to yeah. give- Dylan, like an extra large glistening boat. Yeah, yeah, the largest glistening boat. The largest glistening body we've even given out. Yeah, it's yeah. very big. A glistening body plushie. That's what Dylan's giving. Yeah, oh, like the is... size of the dicks plushie. The dicks plushie. Dicks. 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 No, you're. They've made a jetster. Dexter jetster. I I now know what they've made. What they've made saying, a giant but... three foot Dexter jetster plush. It's, a, it's great. It's oh, amazing. They made a, they made a three foot dick. No, absolutely. Take, take us home. Take us home. No, right. we have to. We have to say what this week's question is. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. Yes, it should be a giant glistening Dexter Jets. It should be a glistening Dexter. Yeah, she, they can have it. Yeah. This week we're asking, what song would you want? One day I'm gonna learn how to eat like an American. What? You won't. You will never learn how to say E like Americans. No. <laughs> it's a lost cause. Like, we had Wiz Jensen for like yeah. four seasons. <laughs> I feel like I'm saying the same thing as you, and I am absolutely not. This is going to be a thing forever, and it's great. We love you for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, this week's question What song would you want C3PO to sing to you when you can't sleep? Hmm. I'm gonna answer uh, this next time. This requires some thought. I'm gonna answer now because I thought of my answer as I typed the question. Uh, Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> Interesting. Just because I think hearing that voice from that being sing that song would I think just like erase everything else from my mind and I would be able yeah. to. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Just zone you out so hard that like just all right. I have I have no other question right now. Mm. See the thing here is I've got to think of a song that both I would fall asleep listening to and also that I would like to hear C3PO sing to me. Sweet home Alabama. <laughs> yeah. <I don't... laughs> I think we've once again found a right answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I need to think about this. Anything. Yeah, we gotta think about this. The rest of us will think about it. Take us home. All right, listeners, hit us up on Twitter with your answers to this week's Star Wars question. It is at RoguePodron on Twitter. Our website is roguepodron.com. Our email is roguepodron at gmail.com. 
you can find us on your favorite podcatcher whichever fucking thing you listen to us on um i don't know why i do this one every time every time you're already listening to us um and if you want to know more about fuck i didn't think this one through before i started going um hang on uh <laughs> if you want our top tips on looking after your employees in the workplace <laughs> you can subscribe to our patreon at patreon.com slash leave us a review on itunes they are very delicious and we love them thank you i know that we probably don't deserve one <laughs> currently but we'll work our way back up there we'll earn your trust again <laughs> you know what again. i think we deserve it because like we're we trying are our trying best. our best our best is just different right now let's just i was out of you that's five stars very sick stars i'm trying their best i i say it as a joke i literally was trying my best to get this episode out very yeah fast. no yeah. but we were we are we trying were. our best give us five stars they're trying their best that would be a good review i think yeah <laughs> we'll take Thank it you. we'll be so grateful for it we'll be so grateful all right so next time on rogue padron jedi academy that's oh what's these chapters that we read <laughs> see we tried our best okay next time jedi academy trilogy jedi search chapters 17 through 21 and with that this is rogue padron signing off pash out i'm having so much from this book that i hit the end of like this week's chapters and went fuck i want to read more though <laughs> which is not where i thought i would be with this book but so i'm having rare. a great time what a rare what a rare thing to have happen. <laughs> what a treat Pass out!